Welcome to Conversations. This is Charles Westcott, and welcome to the podcast. This is Pat, and this is episode four. We're going to start here. Uh, and episode one. This is the first episode. I know we may sort of drop out of order, but this is the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's episode four. That's where it starts, is episode four. It's on purpose. No, we're not. What are you talking about? We talked about this. We're, we're releasing this these in the order... F- of the first, this is the first episode going to be dropping. Yeah, so it's episode four. What are you talking about? A New Hope. It's episode four. The oh first Star Wars movie. Are you kidding episode me? four. Wow. You've got to be joking me right now. So you you literally want to call this episode four? Absolutely. It's episode. It's the it's it's the our premiere episode. Episode four. Absolutely, hands down. So when do you understand how podcasts work? Like. You know, you're going to be pulling this feed in, and it's going to be like episode four. We're going to see where, where's episode one, two, and three. Do you understand how Star Wars works? It starts with episode four. <laughs> well, that is a good point, actually. <laughs> and uh, since I never saw episode two, or didn't really care for episode three, um, it would be episode one and then episode four. That would be even more confusing. Yeah, it? let's start with four, just like George Lucas did. <sighs> <laughs> Until he redid him. Uh, yeah, episode four. Our topic for today is Han Solo. Han Solo, the great Han Solo. So yeah, so uh, he's quite the popular character within the original trilogy, isn't he? He's like the coolest dude in the galaxy. Right, so what makes him so cool? I mean, apart from the fact that, to me, he's probably the closest thing to Kirk. Is how it's sort of characterized within Star Trek. I mean, he's got the swagger. He's got the uh, he's got the bravado. Wait, he's got the ca- wait, wait, wait. Kirk, Captain Kirk. Well, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily equate him to like the card. I mean, there's no one like the card. I'm sorry. Oh my. Um, but yeah. So for me, I think like Solo is Captain Kirk. No. <laughs> I'd have to disagree. Oh. I have to disagree. Um. See, I think what's so captivating about Han Solo is that he just doesn't care what anybody thinks. Right. And he does what he wants. Like Kirk. It's not always the right thing. Like Kirk. I mean, he you know, he cheated on his uh, on his exam and he got uh, he became captain. I mean, he completely the Kobayashi Maru uh, test. He completely fudged that, and he got what he wanted. So he's a bad guy as well, but he's got the charisma. So I mean, look when. When Solo, when you look at Solo throughout the original trio of movies, the way he goes, the trilogy, through, right? Sorry, right, the yes, trilogy, the original trilogy. Yes, trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. Yes. I got the first one though. Didn't yes, I, I didn't get you the first did. one. Yes, you look at him and his uh-huh. progression from where he started as a smuggler to Jedi being like, you know, uh, a general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Je- and a good guy and mm-hmm. sort of shucks kind of guy, mm-hmm. bit of a patsy in some cases, but not not so many times, but. That's like one episode with Captain Kirk. I mean, I mean, you look at Kirk. I mean, he's like the ultimate man's man. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if I need to remind you, but this is a Star Wars based podcast. Yeah. So yes. we're gonna try yes. and stick with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to give you a frame of reference. I, no, I get it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I uh, understand Han Solo pretty well. Okay. And right. um, I think I think his swagger. Yeah. And his underdog sort of redemption arc is uh, 
really what makes a lot of people wish they were him. I mean, guys want to be Han Solo. Yeah, it's true. I actually was Han Solo when I was young, like in a Halloween costume. Uh-huh. But we're in Canada, of course, you know, I'm from Montreal, so it's kind of cold. Sure. And, uh, you know, October 31st is pretty cold up in Montreal. Uh-huh. So I didn't exactly have the ability to sort of wear just a pair of pants and a, and a white shirt and a vest. So uh, <laughs> my mom uh, helped out by having a, a sticker on my, outside, my, like, my winter coat. <laughs> <laughs> saying uh, I'm Han Solo wait like a name tag <laughs> I'm not kidding like you had to wear a yeah, name tag right. you said... Han Solo yeah I, literally I'm not you kidding you got to that is, a, that is a kid moment that I have absolutely wow that's wow yeah I, and that proves my point yes. everybody wants to be Han now, Solo now look I, I sort of identified with him the most <laughs> when I was young absolutely right. I get the okay. attraction I totally get the attraction yeah but I mean he just plays it cool Yes. He's, he's great with I a pistol. Mean, he is. He's, 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 he shot first. Absolutely. He totally shot Regardless first. of what uh, Lucas did to that crap when he made right. the movies. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, horrible. special editions. But, you know, and that, that's, he just, I mean, he knows he knows his way around a fight. He does. Absolutely, he does. He's, 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 he's tricky. He's sneaky. He doesn't play by the rules. He right. cheats. So he's gonna win. So, but do you see my connection? Like, I you do. see how yeah. from like to Kirk, you see that connection. No, but um, <laughs> but you know when we first see him, when it cuts to him in Moss Eisley mm-hmm. talking to old Ben. Yes. And you know he's got some stuff he's trying to work through, and he's opportunistic. Yes. And you know Ben's offering him a bunch of credits mm. to just take him and this farm boy and a couple of robots. Right. Right. Easy money. Yes. And you know, of course, he owes Java some money. Yeah, well. So you know, uh, you know that's that's his driving factor mm-hmm. there. Um, do you know why he owed Java money? Uh, no, was that covered in uh, like uh, Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith or something? I haven't seen those. No, no, it's it's all extended universe now. Legends, sort of. No, I have non-can. No clue. I, no, none of that stuff. I don't. All right. Yeah. Well, I think this is a perfect time to dive into. Han Solo's... Wait, what did you say? Like extended universe? Yes. The uh, universe beyond the movies. The books and the comics and... Oh, like and all the stuff that I never media. looked at or read. Yes. Right. And then they were around when I sort of abandoned Neglected Star Wars. Neglected them. Yes, yeah. I know. Um, so I'll fill you in. Okay. Okay. So these all, all these things happened after the original trio movies. Like, that's what the timeline is? Well, it's, um, they, they, it's the backstory for Han before the original trilogy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. So... So original trilogy. Why does everyone like? Seriously, everyone like freaks out over calling it the original trilogy. Why? Because it's the original trilogy. That's why. It's not a trio of movies. Well, it is a trio it's of four, movies. It's four or five. You're, mean, so you're, it's Peter Jackson. I mean, Peter Jackson's movie are three movies. It's a trio of movies. You're the worst. You are the worst person. So. But all right. I mean, I'm not, it's not coming from a bad place. I'm just saying. No, what, I watched no. them all. I mean, I saw. I'm old enough. It's the original I'm dating trilogy. myself. I'm, I'm old enough. To have seen them in theaters, right? So it's not like I'm sort of slagging them just because I want to, right? It's just okay. Original no, trilogy, no, no, okay. Original trilogy, yeah. Original trilogy, yes. Okay, okay. So right. you got that. Now, forget that for a second. Okay, we're gonna go into the extended universe, go into a little Han Solo backstory. Okay, is this also okay. in Solo, like the movie? Oh God, we've got 
our work cut out for us. Uh, this is going to be a long episode. Um, so, the movie Solo has taken some of his established backstory, but Disney, when they bought the franchise, cleaned the slate and picked mm-hmm. some things that they wanted from the extended universe and then expanded from there. Okay. So, but question for you. All yeah. this expanded universe stuff, did Lucas actually approve all these stories? Uh, he did. He did. He, he gave artists a lot of creative liberties and then, you know, put his stamp of approval on the books that he felt were worthy of being in the canon, which was almost all of them. Yeah, like it was money problems, wasn't it? I don't know if it was money problems, but he wasn't very selective as what he... Um, in terms of what he had approved and not approved. Yeah, because I've heard a couple of... Like, I've heard many, many I've heard, like, a bunch of the books... Not a bunch, I'd say two or three books, like uh, Rebel Rising, or I can't even think of the titles, but there's, like, two or three books that I've heard of before, just sort of secondary type of thing. But um, but there's, like, hundreds, I mean... Yes. And then that doesn't even talk to the comic books and stuff that also... But that's now Disney, because but no, but they had they had comic books before they Disney, did. right? Okay, they did. Right. Marvel Marvel came out with Star Wars comic books in March of seventy seven. That early? Yes. Holy shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. Sort of a sort of a prelude to the movies to to kind of fill people in a little bit as to who these characters and all to hype them up for the films. But better Marvel than DC. Well, I mean that's a different conversation to have. Um, it ended up. (laughs) It ended up going to Dark Horse. um, Ah, yes, Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the late eighties and nineties, and then back to Marvel. Now that Disney owns both Lucasfilm and Marvel. Right, 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 right. right, right. So basically, you know, in in the Han Solo backstory, he grew up on Corellia, which is a very is a sort of a mining planet. And it's very poor. It's like the slums. Mm-hmm. Whole planet of slums. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So um, he was orphaned as a child. And he... Um, Is that why he's solo? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, we'll sorry. get to that. Um, and uh, uh, a sort of a crime uh, leader uh, named Garrus Shrike took him under his wing and raised him sort of like a Fagan and Oliver Oh, from Oliver Twist. Yeah, yeah. Oliver okay, Twist. gotcha. And Did he like, um, train him to be like a, a smuggler and that kind of stuff. Uh, what well, thief? Thief. Uh, okay. th- and um, so uh, he actually had a Wookiee on his crew as well, who taught Han the language of the Wookiees. Mm. That's how uh, he knows it. Um, so that's, that's a good point because it, you know Chewbacca's talking in the original tri- <clears throat> original trilogy. Yes. Of movies. Throughout the entire and series, Han and he it. understands them right when many of the other characters don't. don't. Yes, so um, Han was just brought up with the name Han, and um, Garrus Shrike never really told him what his last name was because the name Solo was Corellian royalty. The kings and queens of Corellia for for many years. Were solo. So is he royalty? Technically, he is. Wow. So when yeah. he got together with Leia, that's like totally perfect. Right. Yeah, but he didn't know it. Yeah, he so never Kirk, knew. It. Yeah, Kirk wasn't royalty. That's no, sure. no, he wasn't. Um, so Picard, um, now he's royalty. Okay. 
He's royalty. I understand your fanboy love for Picard. Uh, I don't understand it, but I'll, I'll tolerate it. Um, so he was um, he was led to escape by this uh, this Wookiee on um, uh, Shrike's crew, and uh, she actually died in the process of freeing him from under the thumb of Shrike. Uh, so he left Corellia, ended up joining the Imperial Navy. Then he became a pilot. The yeah, the Empire. He was part of the Empire. Yes. That's how he learned to fly. Holy shit. Oh. Yes. He learned to fly in the Imperial Navy. And then um, he didn't fit in because he does things his own way. And what happened is... Um, so wait a second, wait a second. So if he was part of the Empire mm-hmm. when he was younger, how the heck did... I mean... How how fateful was it then that he ran into Obi Wan and Luke on Mos Eisley, basically pulling him into the you know the entire uh, rebel movement that was primarily against the well not primarily it was against the entire empire. Well, that's uh, crazy he, coincidental. Well, he also part been of, this is part of the expand, expanded, expanded universe. universe. Yes. Now, he was already removed from the Empire at that point because he got court-martialed. Uh, the Trandoshans, you, are you familiar with Bosk? The bounty hunter oh, yeah, that yeah, looks yeah, like a lizard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had him when I was young, like a little figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So he's a Trandoshan. Yeah. Good. I love them all. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, not glad for that. So, um, I'd be a millionaire so, right now. So the Trandoshans, um, uh, they um, would hunt Wookiees and either kill them and use their pelts to keep warm, or they would sell them into slave trade. Or use for carpets. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> offensive to Wookiees. Um, so, so the Trandoshans and the Wookiees had a very terrible relationship. And the crew, the, the naval crew that Han was on, came across these Trandoshans that were selling slaved Wookiees. And they freed them. Wow. And he took in Chewbacca. And then the Empire enslaved Chewie. And made him do a bunch of slave work for the Empire. Wow. And Han obviously disagreed with that because what's the difference between the Trandoshans and the, and the yeah, Empire? Yeah, yeah. So um, he uh, actually went against his commanding officer and... That's how he got court-martialed, and he took Chewie with him. And Chewie, at that point, owed him a life debt because he saved his life. Right. And uh, they've been best friends ever since. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. So so then after that, you know, he needed a way to make money, and he had already learned to fly. He started flying cargo ships and then smuggling for Jabba the Hutt. Mm -hmm. So uh, at the point, you know, where we see him in A New Hope, episode four... He already owes Jabba, and the bounty hunters are looking for him because he dumped a shipment of spice, and Jabba got pissed, put a bounty on his head. Is the spice from where? Where's the spice from? Presumably from Kessel. A lot of the spice was from Kessel. And when he went to get the spice back for Jabba, he made the Kessel run. 
Oh yeah, the twelve parsecs. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, one. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so that's how we recovered it by making the Kessel Run, and then of course he bragged about that in A New Hope to Obi Wan. Of course. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of the. Um, Is it still unit of time or unit of uh, distance? Uh, that's a different question altogether. Um, <laughs> Quite inflammatory. Too, I, from what I, I yes, yes. Many people take uh, take issue with either side of that. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, before we keep going, we're gonna take a quick uh, sponsor break, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, Listen, I got a problem with my uh, my blaster. Every time I shoot it, it sounds wrong. Like, like here, listen, listen. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like you, uh, you got a bad coupling generator. Yeah, let me fix that for you. Yeah, that's the sound. Is your blaster a disaster? Come down to Jornick Partlets Blaster Repair Shop. Now servicing the entire BIS sector. Hey, Pat. Yeah? So I'm cutting up the ham episode, and we went too long. Right. Wait, wait did you just say ham episode? Yeah, I did say ham. Okay. Uh, well, it's, it's Han, and, um, all right. Continue. But we're going to have to cut it up and make it two episodes. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right, here, here we, we go. go. All right, so... Uh, what the force? Okay, I'm not doing that anymore, by the way. we got to figure out a, some sort of cool intro for that because I might... What the force, Luke? Oh, that's not bad, actually. It's <laughs> pretty good. And, uh, by the way, as was pointed out to me while uh, we were uh, queuing this up, I called our first episode episode one when in fact of course it should be called episode four not episode two which sucked and episode three I don't remember so episode four equals episode one so. I think you're getting the hang of this uh, getting the hang of it oh or Han uh, yeah well that's the whole uh, <laughs> that's a whole uh, Lando thing all right according to Ben Kenobi the force is what gives a Jedi his power it's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Wow, that's a spectacular impression. And uh, just about as empty as all the Trekkies would have you notice that that is the lamest excuse for some magic that you're talking about. Now, I get it. I love the original trio of movies. Believe me, you know that. It's the, the foundation of it removes it from science fiction and sort of just turns it into this magical sort of thing that some people have and some people don't. So are you trying to tell me that only the Jedi use the Force? No. Um, I, I'm going to stop you there with people using things. Okay. The Force isn't used by people. Um, I think it's... Um, it's... Uh, to bring it down to a cellular level with molecules and midichlorians, if you will. Um, That's why I hated that movie. Yes. Uh, I think that they tried to scientifically explain the Force. Uh, and George initially labeled the franchise as a fantasy franchise, not science fiction. So there wasn't a need to base any of it in science. 
first of all. So then why do why is there such like a you know dichotomy of opinions uh, between people who not like me who like both franchises struggle with trying to identify to both of them when one is seen as science fiction and one is just seen as fantasy. Uh, I think I think. George had a bit of a crisis of conscience with the prequels trying to explain The Force. And I don't think The Force is something that needs to be explained. I think that if The Force is an energy field that, that binds the galaxy together, it's something that's all around us. Okay, Something that some people are maybe more in tune to. People that have that sixth sense that they can um, kind of feel that something's wrong before something bad happens. Uh, things of that nature that sort of uh, tweak their senses maybe. Mm. Now Star Wars takes that and magnifies it to being able to manipulate things to use telekinesis and even force lightning and um, Jedi mind tricks right, and right. things of that nature that that are possibly parts of the environment that people that are more in tune to it can manipulate. Right. So if you look at it a point from fantasy versus science fiction, you know, fantasy will be more liberating in the sense that you can get away with things that are sort of more cool as a story development, yet still rooted in almost religion, but that's a whole other conversation. But, you know, uh, as opposite to Star Trek, where you're looking at sort of more of a physical world, uh, scientific world, and the limitations that live within it. Now, do you think that when... Lucas did the prequels, as you call them, like the. Uh, so I get it. They're the, before, there's the sequels, but they're before the first ones. They're prequels. Um, do you think that he felt pressure to answer the midi chlorian thing? Because I mean, it's the biggest bullshit thing I've ever seen. Um, but do you think it's because like he spent the twenty years or so from the last movie to the new ones answering the questions? Like, you know what? I'm just gonna try and answer this whole thing. I mean, I'm not talking about the other stuff that he did to the uh, original the trilogy. Yeah, and yeah, the alterations yeah. there. Right. No, I know what you mean. I, I don't know that that was a question that was predominantly asked to him. I don't know him personally, so I don't know. But <laughs> if I had the opportunity to speak with George Lucas before the prequels came out, before I knew anything about them, the last thing I would ask him is, what is the Force? How does it work? How are people Jedi? Because it wasn't really a consideration. It was just part of the story. Yeah, and that's, you know, I think, you know, they take younglings, they turn them into Padawans, and then they train, okay? Someone who is, you can look at it as, as talented in a, certain, in a certain form of activity, okay? Almost like karate or, or even uh, like a... Uh, like a martial art, okay, where some people, I'm sure, suck at it, and other people are amazingly talented at it. And I think you find the talented people and cultivate their skill, and they become Jedi. Those that are not so talented don't. So okay. I okay. think, I, I don't think it needs to be explained as you've got a high count of force sensitivity in your bloodstream. I don't believe that that has really any bearing on it. I think that the idea of the force being just a 
cosmic energy field that that interacts with with beings, uh, with the um, with the environment, and just sort of keeps things flowing. It's like uh, like an energy that that just exists. I don't know that it necessarily needs to be explained. I certainly don't think it needs to be harvested. I think that, you know, or harnessed. Um, I think that um, you train to be a Jedi. I'm sure that, you know, there's there's a, a, a calling to it, much like a Jedi is called to his kyber crystal to make a lightsaber. There's a certain calling and, and only certain people are called you know by by the force to be mm. Jedi but I don't think it needs to be scientifically explained as a like almost a mutation that's cool I think I really like the uh, the sixth sense description where they you know you've got uh, maybe a, a knack for it um, and it then sort of comes out like you said whether it's martial arts or someone who can paint that kind of thing it's almost like a talent that is that needs born, to be cultivated right right to, and worked on and trained okay all right sure. all right um whatever happened with the midichlorians because i didn't watch the second movie at all and they didn't mention it in the third uh yeah they they mentioned it in terms of no you know as as a reason for qui-gon to feel as though anakin was the chosen one because of his high midichlorian uh, count, uh, okay. but I, I believe that could have very easily just been explained by his heightened senses in pod racing. He was he was exceptional, and he was the only human in the pod race. Oh yeah, that's because, true. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. They were a bunch humanoid, of humanoid rather. Because yeah, yeah. um, uh, you know, it's to be believed in the movie that humans don't have the quick thinking sort of reactionary skills that are required for right. pod racers. Right. But he did, he did which you know he won. Again, yeah. He had that talent. He had those instincts. I don't think you need to delve into, you know, testing his blood to see, you know, what his concentration of midichlorians is. I think it's just look, there's this this child who who seems to be very um very proficient at you know honing his instincts and and being very reactionary reactionary to the world around him and that i think would be enough to identify him as as possibly a force sensitive child okay. that, that could use the training and then become a jedi like qui-gon intended right so that then would explain in uh the uh Last Jedi, when uh, Leia is blown out of the ship, right? Ah, yes. But I mean, really, like Superwoman? I mean, what the hell is that? I mean, I get that it's fantasy. I get that. I mean, that's I watched that, and I'm like, and again, I love Mary Poppins moment. Yeah, that yeah, perfect. Mary Poppins moment. Um, so I mean, I get it. That's actually canon. That's happened before. Well, I know because Disney bought the, the. It's happened before. In uh, Star Wars Rebels, oh, I haven't seen that. Is another uh, animated film, uh, animated show uh, that takes I haven't even, place. Yeah, is that like also like three D, like sort of no, weird no, hair it's, stuff? No, it's it's different animation. 
Uh, it's a little more simplistic than than the Clone Wars was, but um, so Leia was flying in that. Leia wasn't. Uh, Leia was in that, but no, she wasn't flying in that. Um, uh, one of the main Jedi in the show, Kanan Jarrus, is surprise, surprise, uh, tricked by none other than Darth Maul, who survived his bout in Episode One against Obi Wan Kenobi. We'll get to that later. Are you serious? We're going to take a break and uh, let Charles absorb this new information. Holy shit. And <laughs> we'll be back.